Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brew Church Podcast. My name is Fabian. I am your host, and I'm glad that you're here with us. Brew Church is a faith community located in North Kansas City, committed to authenticity, inclusivity, asking the difficult questions, and embracing abundant life. And for this episode, the content that you're going to be listening to came from our Sunday night gathering, and our wonderful friend, uh, Katia Jones, shared a little bit of her story and some of the things that she's going through. And what I really loved about the conversation was it was this time to be honest about uh, how we sometimes talk about emotions in a faith community. Uh, Faith communities should be that kind of place where you can come and and just be your most authentic self. Just be honest about where you're at. How many places in our life do we have where we can show up and be honest about what's going on within us and be able to process that with people that love us and care about us and to be able to talk about what to do with all of those things. Maybe you can in, in therapy, maybe you can in really tight-knit friend groups. Um, but personally, I also believe that the church should be a place where we can do that. And so Katia is going to uh, talk a little bit about anger and how that has been present in her life and um, what she thinks all about it. So I hope you enjoy. <laughs> but hi, guys. Welcome to Brew. My name is Katia, um, and I've you know, welcomed you before and hosted before. So if this is your first time being here, welcome. I hope you come back to and like, serve with us again soon. Um, since this is my first time preaching in front of you guys, I figured I would share some fun facts with you. I'm a KC native, born and raised up the road in good old Liberty, Missouri. I love sports. Like, the Kansas City Chiefs have my heart. The Olympics are my jam. And as much as I love competition, I have no problem admitting that I am a competitive sore loser. (laughs) I I, I hate losing anything. Like, it could be two ants walking, and I've, like, mentally made it into a race. And if the ant that I chose to win lost, I'm pissed, and you will know about it. I can shoot pretty much any tequila without a chaser, and I'm not gonna make a face. I'm sure my mom enjoyed hearing that. (laughs) I am obsessed with all things Christmas, and the greatest title I hold is being a big sister. However, there are some things I don't like. Like when people refuse to use blinkers, grow up. (laughs) I hate bugs and Dr. Pimple Popper. But the real reason why I stand before you tonight is because I do not like what is going on in the world today, especially here in America where my backyard resides. When asked what I plan to preach tonight, I told Fabian I had nothing for him. I actually tried to push to preach on Jonah, but he was like, absolutely not. (laughs) We troubleshot some ideas, but even then discussing those, it felt a little lifeless. He then asks me what I've been giving energy to. Well, why did he ask me that? I probably went ham for what felt like hours as I expressed to Fabian why I'm so upset. I mean, what hasn't happened lately to not make someone want to start a fight club? About two weeks ago, there was a shooting, well, actually a little bit more than two weeks ago now, um, there was a shooting in a grocery store. A white supremacist had meditated, planned, and prepped to kill black people in this predominantly African-American grocery store. Now, Katia, are you sure that it was a race-based motive? Well, 
if you look at his assault weapon of choice, the word nigger, hard R, was written on the end of his gun. Saying and hearing that word holds a lot of weight, and I understand that, you know, it may be a little uncomfortable, but that's how I felt when I was 18 years old walking with my friends, minding my own business, and someone shouted that word at me. But I'll move on. Then let's backtrack. A couple weeks before that, there were documents released containing about trying to overturn Roe v. Wade or limit, limiting and banning certain aids, medicines, and birth controls, along with trying to end abortions. So as a woman that supports pro-choice, me personally, I have to deal with all that come with fighting, trying to continue for these people that want to put their hands on my reproductive rights. And as a black person, I have to continuously watch behind my back to see if anything shady is going on while I Google how to pick the perfect ripe mango. Then let's go to California where a church was holding a service. A lot of those in attendance were of the Asian descent. They became the victims of a mass shooting. And then on May 24th, we sat and watched as the story unfolded of a mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, a heavily Latino populated community. 21 souls woke up that morning and did not get to go home. Sitting there listening to what happened, <clears throat> I watched my seventh month old nephew and I cried. Watching the president address our nation, I held him and I bawled my eyes out. Now I don't have kids personally, but I also have a lot of kids. So some of them, for example, some of them call me Miss Katia still to this day, from when I was their preschool teacher. To my friends that have kids, Ayo, Brittany right here, she's one of them, they call me Kit Kat or Auntie Kit Kat. My little nephew, thanks to my sister, he will call me Coco. And then to my little cousins, they call me Stinky Head, Poo Poo, or whatever they can come up with. But as I cried for those babies in Texas, I saw my baby's faces. Now, and then while feeling all that's going on in the world, I also have my own personal stuff going on. I was laid off from a title company in November, and I while continuing to job hunt, I gained a ridiculous amount of weight due to poor diet, stress, depression, and at that time, undiagnosed sleep apnea. And did I mention I live with my mom? And last night, <laughs> I attended another wedding only to be reminded that I am so, so, so single. Now, don't get me wrong. I make sure to find reasons to laugh. I make sure to give and receive hugs, plus eat and drink water. But what I'm really feeling is beyond anger. I feel hateful, I feel critical, and hostile. I want those people in Buffalo to get their items, check out, and go home. I want those in California to finish their service and go out and discuss it over a meal. I want those kids to be able to go home and dream about the end of the school year field day and what activities they want to compete in. When is enough going to be enough? It's moments like this when I think of the lyrics from the Hillsong worship song, Hosanna. There's a line that I used to belt out in worship that now makes me kind of, kind of cringe. The line says, Break my heart for what breaks yours. Have we lost our absolute minds? <laughs> like, 
Now, maybe I'm being a bit overdramatic as I ask that, but like, do we realize what we're asking when we sing those songs? Especially in today's climate. Like, do we know the power of the weight of those words that we are asking permission to feel? But here's my question. If you're asking to feel those things, what are you going to do? I've heard people say, well, if I was alive during the civil rights movement, I would. Or if I was alive during whatever moment in history, I would do this. But in reality, we would do absolutely nothing because we're doing nothing right now. I mean, we still have the same stuff going on now that we did back then. There is still racism. There is still sexism, ableism, phobias of, of all kinds. And yet we shake our heads, maybe utter a prayer, and move on. We have become complacent. We are waiting for others to move, and yet we have a job to do. If you came to hear a message tonight where I tell you that you need to take time to breathe or looking for something that's going to, like, you know, get you energized, I'm sorry, but, like, that's just not where I am personally at right now. We have sat entirely way too long. My biggest issue with the church right now is that it seems that we have forgotten that Jesus put action behind his teachings. In Matthew, we saw Jesus right about where I am now. People were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, as they welcomed him into Jerusalem. But then he walked into the temple and saw heinous acts that were being done. Homie was so mad, he flipped tables and called them out for what, for what they were doing. Jesus felt, but Jesus also moved. He challenged the status quo. He called out those that abused power and checked those that thought their worth was more than their neighbor. Remember when, they, when he called out those guys that were ready to stone that woman called in adultery? Which, might I ask, where did the other guy go? Jesus was like, um, I think not. If you, have, if you have not sinned, go ahead and throw the stone at her. Otherwise, you need to get to stepping. How dare they think that they were above her because of her genitalia? How dare that shooter in Buffalo think those black lives do not matter? That shooter in California that thinks those people don't deserve to continue living. And on that hot night in Florida, June 12th of 2016, while pride at a, at a gay Pulse nightclub was happening and being celebrated, a gunman decided that these people do not belong. 49 were killed and 53 were wounded. So what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What is stirring up deep within you? How are you processing? Are you processing? We are called and equipped to create change. If you are someone that doesn't mind taking it to the streets and protesting, gathering the masses for the greater good, then go buy a comfy pair of shoes and you get to work. Some people have a lot of money to blow. Find an organization or two and donate to their causes. Help find movements. We are always on our phones. Call your senators. Don't like talking on the phone? Then use one of the many prompts where you can email or, or even sign online petitions. And if you are over the age of 18, please go register to vote. No matter which side of the aisle you're voting on, make sure that your voice is heard. 
we are done sitting, waiting, and praying, only to turn a blind eye until the next massacre occurs. Because if we continue at the rate we are going on, there will be no one left for us to even consider sending thoughts and prayers to. Thank you for listening to this episode. Peace and blessings, everyone.